what's going on guys welcome to episode 21 of grab don't slap as usual we got the same squad talking to all of you guys out there listening all about basketball but tonight we are missing josh but we got jo- i mean we got jason zach royce and myself patrick running a four-man squad we're running that small ball lineup Luckily, Josh is out, not because he's injured, but due to other reasons, unlike Trey Young and just recently, Giannis. So sad, man. So, we're going to get right into it. But first things first, shout out to Kawhi. Happy birthday to that guy. Fun guy. Also, Michael Porter Jr., right? Or was that yesterday? I saw a birthday post somewhere. It might be his birthday, but shout out to those guys anyways. Those guys are ballers, especially Michael Porter Jr. And he's only like 23. Good for him. Anyways, let's get this started. Screw Pat Bev. Let's bring this guy up right now. Screw this guy. You guys yeah, think? Yeah, I saw the, the imitating today. The guy's a dickhead. I mean, we all know this. We all know who this guy is, but he just went a little too far this uh, this game. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> cracking up over there. <laughs> oh, I mean, Pat starts out with screw Pat Bev. Like, that's great. That needs to be the next chant. Um, I mean, in the gra- like. Yeah, the mocking was overboard. Like, you didn't need to do that. What was what he was doing? Yeah, like, that's, I mean, honestly, should have been a common foul. Like, the 100%. Yeah. There's, there's a little floppish there. I get that. I, will, I, I wouldn't even say floppish. What would you do if some put their landed in your like landing area? That's Pat Bevel's in his landing area. He was. Yeah, he did kind of just take a dive, nose dive there. You're right, you're right. You would, your body would try to figure out how to get back on your feet, and you probably look weird doing it. <laughs> yeah, too. So, Pat Bev, it was a common foul, honestly. I wouldn't call it a flagrant. Chris, I mean, he just fought over a screen. It looked way worse than it was. And, wow, this is, the what, one of the first times I'm giving him credit for something? Because other than that, he needs to shut the fuck up. But... Yeah, honestly, common foul. The mocking, though, you didn't need that. Like, no, you didn't really need to do that. I loved that, though. I thought that was sick. I love Pat Bev, dude. He's one of my favorite players in the league. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I've always said that. Pat Bev has always been one of my favorites. Um, his job is pretty much to just clamp up and be a total jerk and to piss everybody off. And that's what Dog. he does. And I Here. love it. Actually... Funny enough, I had a conversation with a coworker today and we got talking about Pat Bev and we ended up saying that Pat Bev straddles the line of hyper aggressive defense, which is good with dangerous defense, which is bad because he puts himself in a, he puts himself in a lot of situations where if you aren't in total control of your own body, it's borderline reckless and you can end up hurting others, as he's done so many times to a lot of different people. Hyper-aggressive is good to a certain extent, but 
it can end up being dangerous. And that's where, like, I get, like, it's where, it's where the hate comes from, essentially. It's because, oh, shit, people, people mistake a, a ultra-aggressive defense with dangerous. But he plays way too close of a line in order to say, is he actually being aggressive or is he being, or is he a dirty defender? Like, I know commentators are, like, stupid most of the time. But when former NBA players are pointing out, like, dirty, like, defense... It's not good. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, and it's also, like, some of the stuff he says, like, you're not good enough to be pointing shit out. Like, oh, the next five years are ours. Like, the, the Warriors. Like, shut up. Like, hey, for, for stuff like that, would you say he's kind of just a, a more dirty Lance Stevenson, pretty much? Same kind of, like, outlandish type player, but he just makes a lot more dirty plays. It's a little more, a little more pit bullish than him. He's a pesky little a, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a word like pesky. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a shorter version. You know what he is? He's a shorter version of Tony Allen in the social media era. Uh. Remember when Westbrook was talking about Beverly and he said, like, all he does, he's got everybody fooled. All he does is run around. He's not even good. Remember he said something? <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, is he he, wrong? he's yeah, he's completely wrong. What? Hold on. Dude, when have you, you seen Patrick Beverly's defense this series? Hold on. Time out. Time out. When you average what seven points for a career and almost nothing else, you're telling. It's like a Draymond. It, it's in a way, it's like a Draymond. He's not really there to score, and he's okay. What else? To play defense. And have you seen his defense this series, dude? Okay. He's okay. put on. He's put so many people on the clamps. I've seen so, so many plays where he's where he's clamped up. Clamp. So you're, so you're telling me, a person that has no offensive skill whatsoever. Not whatsoever. He's no, hit. no, 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 no. Because no, Draymond is hit. No, not, not no, whatsoever. Stop. stop. <laughs> and at the NBA level, he is not. He is nowhere. They leave him open for three, just like they do Draymond. He's not. He's not. You know, That's it. an amazing offensive player. I'm no. not saying he is. I'm just saying, don't. He's not like one of. The, he's not like completely trash at offense. Yes. Yes, he is. I would honestly say Pat Bev is completely trash when it comes to the offensive end. I, I, I just you your, I feel like he could get to the basket pretty easily if he I tried, but he doesn't. He's not completely trash. He's not there to play offense, and he's not a great offensive player. He but he's not completely shooter. trash. He can he can knock down a jumper. Uh, yeah, uh, yes he can. We can seven points a game is that's not what he's jumpers. I know, but that's not what he's there to do. In a, but in an offensive league, you should be scoring more than ten points a game. Yeah, I don't care what you're doing. Same thing with like a Draymond, like I said. He's well, I'll, like I'm I, not defending that. I know, I'm but not, I'm just saying. It's Beverly is there to play defense and he's not there to score, even though he's not a horrible offensive able, player. My point is you need to be able to score and he, and he can. Pre- he can. I wouldn't say he's even able. Like seven points a game is not able to score. He can score. In, in the NBA, seven points. There's a lot of people I would take over him, obviously, to hit a jumper or to just as an offensive player as a whole. But he's not a horrible offensive player. It's just his defense is so good. His defense is amazing. His defense is not, I'm not going to say amazing. And that's why that was the point I was making. Because 
he straddles the line of dangerous. Like, dog, you, your stupidity ended up in people blowing their knees out. Like, that's why I... He's a good defender, but he does a lot of dumb shit, which ends up in other people getting hurt. And then he's all like, oh, that's not my fault. I ran into his knee. Oh, shit. Oh, like, no. That means, like, that happens. Like, Russell Westbrook is a prime example. Of course, he's going to say, oh, he just, they're running around when he ran into his knee because he's being hyper-aggressive. Again, straddling that line of hyper-aggressive and dangerous. He ran into dude's knee and blew his knee out. He does not take accountability. If he does something wrong, he's like, no, my fault. Just the game, man. Uh, he's definitely one of the most interesting players in the league. I like I, him. I, I like I do, him. Yeah, I do like his like hustle and like wanting to defend and bother other players. But like Jason said, there's borderline. Like you gotta be, you gotta watch yourself. You know, don't try to like go all out and end up hurting other people. I mean, even though you're not trying to, it seems like the way he's moving around the court, he just doesn't care if you get hurt at that point. Which is worrisome because if someone someone does the same shit he does and he ends up blowing out his knee, he'll have a lot to say about it. So I think and again, I keep all with agreements with Pat. Screw Pat Bev. Screw Pat Bev. But the clips oh, though. Let's talk about, hold on. Let's start with this. Um, shout out PG first and foremost. That has to be said. Yep, Clippers are dancing their way to game five, just like PG had CP3 dancing on the floor and slipping and falling. Are we thinking they're gonna come back? Maybe take this thing? Or nope. I mean, the Suns just need one more game. Like Jason said, he he posted on our Instagram. Suns need to capitalize. This is the time. You gave him another game. Well, now this is your time to come back from that losing uh, game and just win it all. I mean, not all, but make it to the finals. Yeah, can I point something out? I know Zach wants to say something. I see him in his motions. Um, <laughs> Got all close to the camera. He was ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to. There was something I saw on Instagram. It was a. Um, it was one of those. In those basketball Instagrams where they like, you know, they talk a whole bunch of shit, a bunch of polls and stuff like that. And what really bugged me about this one in particular was um, he was sort of gatekeeping being a fan of Paul George in the sense where he was all like, oh, you guys can't be rooting for Paul George now when you're making fun of him for missing two free throws. Uh, playoff P, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, who the, who are you to gatekeep fandom? Like, that's, gatekeeping in general is just corny as shit, but like, don't tell somebody not to be a fan of, uh, don't be a yeah, fan of something. Yeah, you could like rip someone, you could rip someone and be like, Haha, you're wrong, <laughs> but like. Yeah, like, you can like, say that. You can't even root for him at all? Yeah, that's fucked. And it's like, People should, it's like in general, people should be allowed to change their opinion based on new information. Watching Paul George score 40 something points last night was new information, meaning people that were formerly not rooting for Paul George should be able to be like, wow, that was cool. I like to see that. And then root for Paul George. But to be like, oh no, you can't do this. That's corny. Like, you're not supposed to do this. Keep that same energy type shit. It's like, 
no 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 you're an instagram channel shut the fuck up like that's so stupid to me that's my mini rant yeah that you're right that doesn't make any sense <laughs> i mean it's like paul george has a bad game has a few bad games everyone has a, you can bash him <laughs> i mean it's like geez and he has a good game it's like there you go man this is playoff p so that that doesn't make any sense i agree with you jason that's kind of weird uh but yeah back to uh the suns 3-1 lead right now or 3-2 lead now um will the suns get it done yes i think so i think they get it done this next game even though it's going back to la um i just i have faith in uh you know uh D book and chris ball and that suns team uh, more than i do with the clippers and here's that's my what... thing my thing is they need to get it done game six because they have just announced that Kawhi is missing game six I don't want any part I don't want any part of the Clippers in a game seven if they're fully healthy and Kawhi comes back yeah I, I just unless unless that somehow alters how Paul George plays and I mean he's been on a tear the last like 10 games or some shit like something wild like that but the Suns don't want Kawhi the Suns don't want Kawhi back one thing they need to do I was watching the game from la- or the highlights from last night. They cannot start out down twenty to five again. That cannot happen. Who would have thought the what's it's, which Morris brothers on the Clippers? Dude, yeah, right, Marcus Moore. I know he was shooting late, so nobody fucking saw that. But like, I don't know. That just looked ugly, ugly, ugly. And yeah, they came back. They ended up making you know it's like a four point game with only what six minutes left. But like, it could have been so much more different. They just started out a little more better. You know, kept I mean, a little closer. Yeah, shit happens though. Exactly. Like I don't, I'm not really like knocking them for it, but it's just something they can't find themselves in. I mean, DeAndre Ayton did not have a good game, and that's in why. Order- yeah. Like, yeah, his numbers look good, but yeah, his game just was not. Yeah. One of the biggest parts about like playoff basketball is is role players and players that normally wouldn't be main guys. Um, it's about them stepping up. And I think the biggest part of the Clippers, one of the biggest parts of the Clippers' success right now, dude, is Reggie Jackson. He is such a baller. He deserves a shout-out. He deserves, like, that guy's been going off, um, like, every game. He's, it seems like he's putting up over 20 points. He's hitting he's hitting crucial shots, some deep shots, too, that are like, Jesus, like, it doesn't really – I don't really think he's gonna make him, but he does. So yeah, he's playing like people hoped he would when he got traded to the Pistons yep. back then. You know, I mean, he's not expect. I mean, at that point, people expecting him to be like you know the starting point guard. I don't think that's his role. I think he's the perfect six man. And yeah. like this series, even though like Kawhi's out and he has to step up, this series would still prove that point. Like he can ball out when needed. Is he your main source of income? No. But he's had one hell of a, like, he's had one hell of a playoff run, too. I feel like it hasn't just been this series. I feel like Mm -hmm. this entire playoffs, he's been just killing it. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's been the entire playoffs. And, I mean, boy, do the Clippers need it. Like, (laughs) yeah, Kawhi goes down, and, I mean, that's your number one scoring option right there. Paul George being iffy, and you're the only constant, like, yeah, without Reggie Jackson, they probably get swept. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You're right. So, 
What does uh, everyone think? Suns and six, Suns and seven, or Clippers and seven? I'm gonna roll. I feel like because Kawhi is still out, I'm gonna roll with Suns and six. Yeah, I think they, Devin Booker will have another great game, thirty plus. I mean, uh, Aiden will hopefully get his shit back together. I th- I have faith in him. He's been outstanding this playoffs. So yeah, I'll say Suns and six. Me too. On the Suns and six as well. They can close us out. I mean, they're gonna have to. <laughs> yeah. It's now or never, honestly. Yeah, no, you're right. I was bummed. I thought my prediction of Suns and Five was gonna I was gonna clip that because when I said in the last episode I said Suns and Five and Jason immediately went, No. And I was gonna clip that and send it to Jason, but then no more Suns and Five. So Jason <laughs> Remember, I've been on this. I've been on this planet we call Earth longer than you. It this was something I was oh I was so bummed. I wanted it to have it so bad. Here. Was... Don't don't wanna be right for the sake of pointing out other people being wrong. <laughs> because it somehow bites you in that. Not you specifically. In life it just ends up biting you in the ass. From what I've seen. Thanks for the advice. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> Anyways, besides Besides that, um, bad news today. We have Trey Young missing game four with a uh, bone bruise. Um, I don't know what like the timetable on a return for that would be. I don't know. Like those aren't good. I don't remember. But down goes Giannis too. And did you guys watch that in real time? Yeah. I that just watched not. the highlight of it. Yeah, it looked pretty I ugly. saw it. It was nasty. I did not want to see it. I looked away right away. I mean, they initially said it was just a hyperextension, which, for like, for the love of God, I hope it's just a hyperextension. I don't want to see another person go down with a bad knee injury. I'm not even going to say what it, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I like, hope man. We don't. Injuries suck. Three of the four teams right now. Their best players injured. I mean, that's if you think about it, almost every playoff run for all like the winning teams, it all it comes down to health for the yeah. most part. That sucks, like, dude. Like what? Last year was a bubble. 2019, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson. Uh, what, 2018? There was that one you could say what? No injury really. Yeah. 2017, no injury. Chris Paul, you could argue they were gonna they they oh, might have beat you. You're you're right. I still don't believe that. I feel again. I you know my Chris Paul curse, the, my Chris Paul curse theme. It would have been really close. I mean, they seem to kind of not own us, but they were playing really well against us with Chris Paul. They were up. They were up three two. Then he goes out, I, and then we won the next two. Over twenty seven, right? But remember this. Guess who else was injured in that series? Wait, am I blanking? Don't tell me. I actually don't remember. Funny enough, Andre Godala was hurt that series. And I he actually remember. made a difference. Oh, yeah. I actually don't remember that. Interesting. Yeah, so there was that. 2016, basically half the Warriors were injured in 2016 playoff run, including the finals. Oh, gosh. Yeah, dude, that was insane. Plus, that was rigged, but that's for another one. 2015 was the Cavs getting hurt. Like, all these runs... People like all these championship runs, people are getting hurt left and right. Like it's gonna come down to health at the end of the day. Besides I mean, obviously you gotta go play and win, but like 
it really feels like the healthiest team that's going to be left in the playoff, getting into the finals, is going to win it. It just feels that way for some reason. And the healthiest team right now is the Suns. Yep. The Suns, but I mean, every contender has dealt with someone being injured in their team so far. So, you know. The amount of like all stars that like missed a game in the playoffs is like absurd. Like it's like like eight of them. Like that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, people are just contributing contributing it to uh, the accelerated season. I mean, playoff games were never oh game rest game rest game rest game. It was always. Between series, it was always like what a two day gap at least, or something like that, at least. And then when it gets to the finals, it was like even bigger, depending on whatever scheduling. But like back to back to back to back, like you know, game day off, game day off, game day off, etc. That's not good at all. Someone just said Adam Silver must go, they had to fire him. There haven't been this many injuries, a part of the game, unfortunately. Something like that. Why is that Adam Silver's fault? No, I don't. No, I think Adam Silver is actually one of the better commissioners running a sports league right now. Um, Sure, every commissioner can make some bad decisions, but Adam Silver putting together the bubble last year, I give him props for that. That was very smart, very good decision. I I applaud him. What I think he should, if I, you know, obviously if we had any ideas and, you know, NBA sponsor us on some ideas, but like, you know, pay us for ideas. Um, I honestly do believe they should do a 72 game series, a season. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not that bad of an idea. I mean, you get, I mean, you get the point across 72 games is yeah. a good amount to decide, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So do, you, do you think, sorry, but do you think. 72 game season plus a play in or no? I don't care. I'm not, I don't really care about a play in per se. Like, I feel like the play in was just, you know, easy way to milk money. Yeah. Because you got to make up those, what? If in 80, you got to make up those 10 games money wise. But besides that, I think it, it helps your players out because they're the ones that make your money. You rest them a little more. It increases the importance of the regular season because, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the, that regular season doesn't count. It's all about the playoffs. It, it's like football. Every game in a football season actually matters. You go, if you lose three games in a row, you might be out of playoff contention. You can go from that. You can go from playoff contention to high lottery pick, you know, like a high pick in the next year's draft. A three-game losing streak in the NBA just means, in the East, could mean like, oh, going from third to fourth. Like, yeah, you're right, and that's not the, a bad idea, Jason. If that was like a permanent thing. Yeah, it hurts the fans a little bit, but maybe that even mitigates uh, what resting, like, you know, oh, players uh, load managing. Maybe that fixes that issue. I don't know. That's true. Make it better. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. Adam Silver's done a good job ever since he's been the commissioner. And people saying that injuries are his fault. They're like, how stupid can you be? Like, no. 
Yes, because he took the sledgehammer to somebody's knee. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Silver's here to stay. Good good commissioner. Um but yeah. Um let's talk about Dane. Because there's been lots of rumors about Dane. Is he unhappy with the head coach? They just got Chauncey Phillips, locked him up for five years as their head coach. Hold on. Yeah. We didn't talk about if the Bucks can get it done or the Hawks. Because we were talking about the Giannis injury, right? Right. Skip that. My bad. Yeah, let, let's look let's uh let's give that a little talking real quick. Kevin Herter is going <laughs> off know. for the Hawks right now. That dude's playing out of his mind. And I actually really like him too. Like I actually I liked him even last year when he first like got in the league. So I think I owe Josh two dollars. <laughs> I owe him two dollars too, right? Yeah, because this game's going to <laughs> this series is going to six at least. So I, we all god damn it. But if I have to be quite frank, if Giannis misses the rest of the series, if that knee injury is serious. Hawks are Hawks and six. Yup. Like, yup. It's, it's not even, I don't know. That Bucks team can't do shit without Giannis. They completely fell apart. Once Giannis oh. went, they went on like a, like a 12 and 0 run and just immediately went down by 20. Dude, yeah. Like, like I mean, I, I get it though. Like, no, I know. Yeah, I'm just, just saying without Giannis, they're nothing, they're, dude. They're, they're toast. And, Honestly, that's I – was, I was saying this beforehand. Budenholz is probably – he's probably done. Like, Yeah, because especially might, if they bounced him without Trey Young coming back, dude, like, yeah, he's, he's toast. Yeah, like, you, like, at least getting past Brooklyn may have saved your skin by, like, a bit. <laughs> but, like – if you don't get past the Hawks without Trey Young, you because you're not making adjustments. You have to make adjustments once your star player goes out. And you did nothing, dude. Like, yeah, that's a morale killer. And yeah, once you kill your momentum like that, then what just happened made sense. But like, if they don't bounce back in game, if they look sorry in game five and game six, yeah, he should not be back. Like, slam that door, take away his key card, deactivate it. Like, no, uh-uh. No, right. None of that. All eyes on Coach Bud for Game Five. We got to see yeah. if he can make adjustments. You know what he is, Coach Man. Time you know what he is. Steve he Kirk. is um, yes, Steve Kerr East. Yep. Can't make adjustments. And we'll see if he does. Like, again, yeah, yeah, I we'll feel speak. like. I feel like, for us specifically, like. We never inherently root for somebody to lose. Like, we want to see him succeed. Like, I don't want to see him be bad in any way, shape, or form. But it's like, you have all the stuff to, like, you have all the tools to succeed, but you don't use them. It's like, all right, you don't deserve to have the tools. You don't deserve to be in the position if you're not going to use the tools. Like, I don't want him to see him fail, but, like, dude, if you just don't do it, fuck it. Somebody that can't step in. Yep. And I mean, you did all like if he's the reason why Giannis stayed and didn't and didn't sign if he didn't sign that deal and he could be in the bay next year, like if it's Budenholzer's fault, like I'd be extra pissed too. Like 
Now we have, like if we want Giannis, now we gotta give shit up. Like that's annoying. Yeah. Bro, why does Giannis airball so many free throws? Yeah, he Hey yo, here, here's the thing. At least he ain't afraid of the line. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, dude, before Giannis, when someone airballed a free throw, it was kind of like a big deal. Like everyone was like, oh my gosh, he airballed. I seen Giannis airball like five this playoff run. The run? I feel like I've seen five this series. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> mine probably is more. Maybe I'm tripping. It probably was more. Like he I think airballed. He air- like he's yeah, no. He airballs a lot. I think he I think he airballed three times tonight. I'm gonna look that up, actually. Like honestly, yeah. I mean, I said earlier that I think uh one of those who like, you know, one of those basketball coaches' Instagrams were pointing out his jump shot. And they're saying it's because he carries, he puts his guide hand behind the basketball, so he's obviously not guiding the basketball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, something about that form too, like yeah, it's like a weird wind up, like it's is fucking weird. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man, come on, man. like it's like don't airball at the line, dude. I mean, you've airballed more than enough. I can't find the answer. But as an NBA player, I'm just so shocked on how badly he is. And even when they were playing Brooklyn, he missed. It might have been the game seven. He missed like his first like three or four. Like he wasn't shooting good with his free throws. And then he started to make them. He was like making them all. And I was like, okay, Giannis, like maybe he's like found found something. But no, he hasn't. He airballs and he misses a lot. I don't understand how, as an NBA player, a really good NBA player, might I add, can he can miss so many free throws. It baffles my mind. Yeah, I don't get it either. And I mean, like... He airballed too. Sorry to cut you off, but he airballed too. <laughs> okay, that's... And it's probably been more than, than five then. You're right. It's probably been like ten. <laughs> that's, yeah, he did too. He did too tonight. <laughs> that's insane, dude. Like, he's had... <laughs> he's had free like he's had times at the line where he's free he's airballed both free throws like that's insanity to me you can't airball both at least hit the rim on one that's just sad that's, that's what it is it's just sad yeah like hopefully he figures it out obviously because it's not good you just again free throws are free don't waste points yeah so Bucks Hawks, what are we thinking? Bucks. I'm gonna seven, go Hawks in six seven. Hawks in six. At this point, if Giannis is out, yep. And, and I think Giannis, Giannis will be out if Giannis is out. Hawks don't lose anymore. Hawks in six. Yeah, I was I was going for the Bucks, but it's gonna be Phoenix Phoenix versus Hawks. Trey Young ball. Devin Booker finals. Bro, Trey Young in the finals is first. Is this uh, Devin Booker's first time too? Yeah, it's both their first times in the playoffs. This is going to be huge for both of them. And yeah, I mean, shit, ATL gets to go to a chip. Wow. All right, let's talk about Damian Lillard. Um, There's been lots of rumors with him um, potentially leaving Portland. Maybe because of the head coaching change. They just uh, hired Chauncey Billups. They locked him up for like five years. Uh, 
But there's been rumors that Dame isn't happy with that. And as we know, the Blazers have pretty much failed to surround Dame with uh, talent, lots of talent to help him win a championship. So Dame might be out of Portland. We might have seen his last game as a Blazer. We don't know. Um, what do you guys think about that? What are your opinions? Uh, you think Dame's out? Has Dame actually said anything yet? No. Nope. So, I mean, it's good to speculate at all. It's cool. But as as long as I haven't heard anything from this, the dude's mouth, you know, mm-hmm. not freaking out about this just yet. I think it'd be cool for the spots that have been mentioned, though, like New York. We'd all love to see him there. Boston. I would love that personally. But, yeah, I don't know. I My gut says no. I think he'll stay at least one more year. See how things go. I agree. I think he'll stay at least one more year. I don't think he's out of there this season. Um, I did see one thing that was a tweet from him like three years ago. And it said, somebody asked, they said, hey, if you weren't on the Blazers, like if you could go anywhere, where would you want to go? And he said the Jazz and the Lakers. That was actually him. And imagine him on the Jazz with Donovan Mitchell. Damn. That would be sick. I think get rid of Molly. I would love to see that. That's just gonna be Portland all over again. No, because if I think if Dame got there, Rudy, you have no excuse than to be the best, one of the best pick and roll centers in the league. If you get Dame with you, you have no more excuses. I just feel like that's gonna be portland all over again you're gonna have i think they just have what portland's missing though no utah i think it's different just because utah's team oh okay they they would have their coach is better significantly let me finish my damn point (laughs) what are you gonna say my point is damian lord star point guard then you have a star two guard because obviously you're gonna play dame and donovan at the same time correct yeah yeah. Then you're gonna have a ton of role players. Donovan's and then you're gonna have hold on. I not I'm not disputing that. Let me finish my statement. Let me finish my statement. Yeah, don't interrupt me again. <laughs> and then they have and then they have a, a big defensive presence that just can't really score like that. And then they have a hodgepodge of shooters, role players, three and D guys, etc. So I get like I get where you guys say it can be good. I just have the fear in the back of my head that's just gonna be the same thing again. And quite honestly, I just feel like I feel like <laughs> Dame and Donovan should go to big market go go to big markets like like a Chicago, like a New York, like a Miami, like a Boston. And I'm saying East because the West, the Western Conference is just packed. But like, you know, them in the East, make the just make it balanced if they had the power to do so. That's what I'm saying. I get your point on it. On paper, it sounds really good. Dame, Donovan, then you got Dinkelberg and Bogdanovich. Dinkelberg is Joe Ingles, by the way. <laughs> and then you have Rudy Gobert. If he actually learns to commit like an actual post move, he might be dangerous. Um, yeah, that team could be like stacked and like scary. I just I'm worried about what that tangible product would be. 
Also, I don't want to see him on the Lakers. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, just a little too much. I would not oh, want speak- to the Lakers, man. Speaking of the Lakers, everyone's posting all this stuff about LeBron and AD following uh, Westbrook and uh, Westbrook's wife on Instagram. <laughs> like, random. Uh, like, they're, no, they'll, they'll they bring Westbrook there. Yeah, that's what people are trying to insinuate is that, oh, they're already beginning their recruiting process by following him on wow. Instagram. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Y'all look into shit way too... Like, go do your day job first, please. Like, worry about what pays you first before speculating off an Instagram post. Since since we are on the topic of the Lakers, real fast, did you see that thing about apparently there's an NBA executive out there who believes that Taylor Horton Tucker... Should get a max contract. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Ah. Oh, first off, that's ridiculous. It's and like then, even more than ridiculous. No, you know it's more ridiculous than that. Then Dennis Schroeder wants one hundred mil. <laughs> yeah, dude, these players are getting greedy. Dude, he said one hundred twenty mil. Bro, he said one hundred twenty. Like, no, like bro. people were like, people were like. <laughs> He's asking for a bag that only Jared Dudley deserves. Mm. That's how funny that is. Here, here, quick, would you rather? Would you rather pay Dennis Schroeder or Kelly Oubre that 100 mil? Oh, Kelly. Easy. I'll ride with the tsunami poppy any day. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Whoa, Royce. Could he use I mean, I like the guy as a player. What can I do? Can't say that. First it was <laughs> like, uh, Zach. Now it's Royce. Oh man, we're falling into the Kelly Oubre trap. I know. <laughs> Zach, you wanted your clip. There you go, bud. That's funny. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, but the way he said it though, with the utmost confidence. <laughs> True, man. He's a solid player. Okay, for real though. Um, if you had to pay a hundred mil to either of these players to be on your team. Who are you paying, Kelly or Dennis? Um, that's, I mean, he's, just, he's younger. He's got more potential. He's already. Here, I want to say that much. I don't know. stepped up in some big games. I've seen. Not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. No, not in the playoffs at all. But mm. I've seen Dennis Schroeder as higher. You know, like I've, he's had a higher high. He, he was supposed to be the guy in Atlanta lasted a season with that expectation and then got shipped to fucking OKC. Like, the dude... Uh, give me Ubre. You're right. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. Hold on. Do you want somebody that doesn't show up in the playoffs or do you want an inconsistent three-point shooter? Yeah. But can play defense and score 15 to 20 per night. And was only inconsistent with us. Dude, I mean, yeah, they, Uber, he's like... I don't know what the hell happened with him. But, but here's the thing. He got consistent at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Ubre just like, needed time. He needed time to adjust. And man, I hope I want him to come back, but he's not gonna because he wants too much money. But I would love for him to come back as a six man. It's not gonna happen. Um, in an ideal world, he will. But in another ideal world, he will sign and trade. Agree to sign and trade. I really hope he does. Like, I feel like he I, would. I feel like I he don't know. Too. I feel like he had a good relationship with the guys. But, yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. 
but what does he owe the organization? Like, he doesn't owe the organization anything. No, of course not, yeah. He can like, totally just leave. Yeah. Like, at least with Kevin Durant, like, does he win chips without Steph Curry? Nope. Like, at least with KD leaving, he had, like, he built something special here with the Warriors. Like, he added to the greatness of the franchise. Yeah. So, and obviously, he still likes the guys. Like, the only person he doesn't like in Golden State is Steve Kerr. Like, that's it. <laughs> so, him agreeing to that, because he had to agree to that sign and trade for Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was huge, man. That got us D-Lo, which got us wigs. And which that- got us the seventh pick, too. Yeah. No, that was, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, so, like, I'm not, like, it's, you just got to hope that Kelly Oubre likes the or- the organization did enough to make him happy enough. Even if in the event he wants to leave, he'll commit a, like he'll commit to a sign and trade. Because that would also help us vastly. Yeah. Because you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of uh, Kelly Oubre to the Mavericks. I haven't seen that. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people in the organization like him. I wouldn't think Jason. You think Jason Kidd will sign him? I mean, I could see it happening. Yeah, I can definitely see it happening. Um, I feel like if Luca kind of wants him, then they're just gonna do whatever they want to make Luca happy. So, dog, they're gonna have to. Oh, I know this is off topic, kind of off topic. No chance. But. Um, speaking of Dame out of Portland and you guys were speaking about Donovan Mitchell, you guys sent something in Instagram earlier saying that the executives in Utah are expecting the Donovan to dip. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, they better like, they better hope Dwayne Wade has an actual conversation with boy and be like, hey, this is it. Like, this is a spot for you because if Dwayne Wade can't get through to him, he's gone. Like his idol don't get through to him. You're right. It does, Utah, they just gotta make him happy, man. They gotta put they gotta put pieces around him. Um, if that means get rid of Rudy Gobert, then do it. Honestly, um, they they should just get rid of like it's a three time defensive player of the year. Send him anywhere that'll get you a bunch of pieces. Exactly that. And it really doesn't even look like Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have an amazing relationship together. You know? I don't think like, they do. Yeah, I don't think they do either. I think I think it's time. I 100% believe it's time for Utah to move on from him. Um, he's a great defender. He's a, he, okay. He's a good defender, but he has no offensive game. And even though he kind of got exposed a little bit in the playoffs with his defense, so I mean, I don't know, man. Um, Rudy Gobert, they should send him somewhere. Um, and and make Donovan Mitchell happy, man. Get him somebody or more pieces. Get Ooh. him something to work with. This is what you do. Rudy Gobert. Um, who's a who's a role player for Utah? That's not Dinkelberg. Bogdanovich. Jordan Clarkson. Ooh. I don't. Do you, do you think they'd give up Clarkson? He's too good. Yeah, Bogdanovich. I, I would say. I would say I would, okay, Gobert, Bogdanovich, and picks. I'm just throwing my hands out. I don't know how many picks. Or. Pascal Siakam, Gary Trent, name a third player from the Raptors, and, uh, Patrick and Picks. Paul. 
Is he still there? <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Ew. I don't know. Ew. Ew. Who cares? Hey, he's got but three like, rings, all right? Calm down. <laughs> so so does Robert Ory has seven rings, doesn't he? Who cares about Robert Ory? Patrick McCall's the definition of right place at the right time. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking like, you know, something like that. I don't know if that helps, if that makes him that much better. But like getting like a good amount of pieces back because Gary Trent's good as well. Um, yeah. Pascal Siakam when he's not a number one option is really good. Even when he's not a number two option, he's really good. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he was a hey, he was a huge part of Toronto's championship. You know, I mean, they would have got smacked if we were healthy, but that's beside the point. He was really yeah, good. well. That's true. <laughs> they had to play a boxing one just to stop Steph. Like that's the that's the like grind. That's like that's like the person you play uh, Madden on xbox or playstation them running prevent defense the entire time <laughs> that's like that's what that is yeah like, that's disgusting you run boxing one when you're in the sixth grade just so you know how to do it yep and the fact that that was played in an nba finals Jesus that'd be a good Christ. idea man donovan and uh pascal with my yeah, it's like and uh Jordan Clarkson, Jordan like, Clarkson. You know, getting them a bunch, getting them a bunch of hoopers would be great. Like, just somebody that can get points. Like, yeah, the defense you're gonna have to lock down on defense, but like that can be taught. Quinn Snyder can like help with that because he's also a good coach. But like, getting him like, getting them an extra fifteen to twenty points because Rudy Gobert gives you like six. It's like. <laughs> That would be massive for Utah. Yep. You're right. Um, so, yeah, man, lots of rumors going around of players, you know, getting out of there, getting out of where they're at now because they're just not winning. We like to see players succeed. We haven't seen that really from any of these guys yet, but hopefully we will. Um, let's move on to a player who is succeeding, kind of. <laughs> Trey Young. Uh, well, Max Kellerman, you know, one of the best analysts out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said that Trey, Trey Young, has a higher ceiling than Steph does. So, period. What do we think about that? Because I have an opinion on it. What do you guys think? Here, here. If Trey Young's ceiling is the best point guard of all time, then yes, he has a higher ceiling than Steph Curry. For real. That's honestly it. I mean, Steph Curry's Steph Curry's ceiling is a top two point guard ever, and there's the argument to be made for the best point guard ever. He's nowhere near the shooter yet that Steph Curry is. I know it's only year two for him, but... What? Or three, or three. Yeah, my bad. Uh, even then, that's still. You know. it, it feels like year two, dude. It's weird. It's crazy that he's been in the year league for three years, but like, yeah, nowhere near him on that level or the pure like, like hardness. I guess. Yeah, and it's like it takes away from like the accomplishments of Trey Young in general. When yeah. you'd be like, oh, you got to go be Steph. Like, you're not gonna see that again. Like, like you rarely ever see these things. Like. The fact that you got like 
the fact that you got Jordan and then right after you got Kobe, like that just almost never happens in sports. Like you can look across all sports and it's only happened a handful of times. And the only other time I can honestly think of is what? Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. That just doesn't happen like that. Yeah. What? Um, Trey, he's going to be a really good point guard in the league for a long time. Health-wise, if he can stay healthy and play, if he can play a good solid 15 to 20 years in the league, because that's, I mean, what his game is like and his health, he can play 15 to 20 years, which is a great career and for any sport. He can do a lot of great things. Like, he can win chips. Will he win at Atlanta? I don't know if they, in the future they build around him anymore, if he runs into roadblocks, shit like that. I mean, he'll potentially get to his first championship this year. Like, there's that. But I think saying that he has a a higher ceiling than Steph, when Steph has probably reached the height, the highest heights of any player ever, I, that's just tough. That's tough to even match. Yep. Agreed. I agree. And it's, it's like, cool. <laughs> and it's like, Max, shut up. Stick to, it's like, at that point, then I get upset with like commentators. It's like, dude, you were originally a boxing commentator. Like, you know that sport really well. Don't, it's like, don't speak on a sport that you don't really know. <clears throat> That show is just Stephen A. Smith just roasting and destroying Max all the time. And I like, I really like Stephen A. Smith. And he just like, he just bullies Max. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, that's that. You pretty much covered that. Jason, you got what I was going to say. Um, I mean, let's be, let's be completely real. Does anybody else here honestly think that Trey Young has a higher ceiling? No. No. Other than his house, maybe. (laughs) Hey, Patrick, put your head back how it was, man. Tell me my future. (laughs) The way you had it there. Um, Hey, don't tell Pat to do anything with his head. Hey, wait, I have a question. What is that? Oh, Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook. Let's see the Oklahoma City trio back together, fully developed, and win a championship. I don't say if they stay healthy, they win a chip. Like that, the Brooklyn team. Sorry, hmm? do you think they'd have a better shot with Russ instead of Kyrie? I think it'll be the same thing. Yeah, I think I think it'll be the same odds. I would love to see that happen. The reason why I say it'll, I feel like it'll be the same odds is the same ability that Kyrie has on any night to score like 40 something points and no assist and shit like that. Russell Westbrook has the complete ability to shoot a team out of a game. So I say, and I feel like that balances each other out. Whereas Russell Westbrook can have a 2020 20 game. And Kyrie can basically just be non-existent on both ends. Like that can happen. That's in that's well within their wheelhouses. I would really love to see Russell Westbrook for Kyrie because I just feel like if you can convince Russell Westbrook, like, hey man, 
just don't shoot that much you're not the number one option on here but you do everything so well just distribute the ball and get rebounds and do what you do i think that would make them i think that'd make them better because if he just really wasn't taking that many shots and kind of leaving that for kd and harden like that would be you know because Kyrie's not you know he's a good Wait, passer. actually i don't think that makes sense now that i think about it a little more what do you mean because the way their careers have developed and the way that each like the person the one person that can go anywhere in the league is kevin durant because all he needs to do is go you just plug and play he needs to get his 30 30 plus simple i think russ and james harden have developed a very a very similar style in the way that they're both ball dominant guards mm. and it's almost the same effect as, i mean we essentially saw james harden and russell westbrook play with each other already again does kevin durant ch- change that obviously yeah he changes it by you get an extra 30 points a night <laughs> but i don't think that really I think there can be conflict in the sense that it's who's going to run, who's really going to run point between Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Cause honestly, who do you think is a better point guard between the two? Who runs an offense better than who runs an offense better between them both? I guess I'd say James Harden. Exactly. And if you do yeah. that, then, then you put Russ on the off guard. And then at that point, he's expected to shoot. Yeah. Which he's not that great at. You're right, Jason. <laughs> you got me. I don't know. That just came to my head. I was Maybe like, they can start some new wave of basketball. Two facilitators. Is Harden better than Kyrie, though, point guard wise? Yeah. Yes. What point guard wise? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not even a question. Yeah. James Harden <laughs> is the best in the league. Got it. He's I mean, look at him in Brooklyn, man. He came in there and just took over he was their mvp like i've said kevin durant's their best player james harden's their mvp he's their most valuable it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to say but the way james harden went into brooklyn and just completely like said hey i'm gonna i'm gonna get everybody involved and i'm gonna take on this role of the point guard and he did that so well man also yeah also let him huh Steve Nash was also like, yeah, you get to be the point guard. Yeah, that's true. But, but he did it very well. Yeah, no, he did it amazing. I mean, like, ever since he moved, I feel like, yeah, damn. That, him leaving Oklahoma City was obviously far and away the best thing to happen to his career. Yeah. Because he got to, he got to be what he truly was. Granted, we we all still kind of look at him kind of funny for some of the shit that he does, like in Houston, and <laughs> in, in Houston, getting bounced every year, or um, what this last series that he just played, where he was falling on his hurt hamstring. Yeah, like, he does like he does some gimmicky shit that bugs people, but does that? How much does that take away from like the greatness of James Harden? Not much. And I mean, what? Ever since 2015, he's been in the MVP conversation every year. And he's arguably been top three every single year in the MVP conversation. Yeah, for real. Like, he can 
out of fucking nowhere this year in the MVP ratings. Like, yeah. he wasn't even discussed for the majority of the season. And then he was, like, what, top five, I think, towards the end of the year? Like, oh, yeah. And if, was, and if he, he left, didn't get yeah. hurt. Yeah, exactly, dude. Who knows? And if he didn't get hurt, he probably could have been top three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. He probably would have been top three. He would have been top three. I mean, once he left, he had a great year. And that, well, that was the thing too, which why he couldn't have maybe won it. It was just you still got to take into account his Houston games, you know. Yeah, that Houston stretch. That's still part of the season, you know. Yep. Like that Houston stretch was not good. But he just wanted out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, what? The, I love the whole him and Blake Griffin putting on the fat suit to get out of there. It was great. Get out of their perspective um, places. It worked out. Worked out really well. Shit. I wish I could put on a fat suit and get out of shift. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's shift to a different topic. Um, Warriors draft. Yeah, let's end it with this. Warriors draft. Um, So, Warriors have the 7th and the 14th pick. Um, Our last... Our last two really good seventh picks, Chris Mullen and Steph Curry. Those are our Harrison Barnes, dude. Relax, relax. Don't ever, don't ever do that again. Never forget during the seventy-three win season when Harrison Barnes hit the game winner against the Seventy Sixers. That I don't give a shit. I always remember that shot. Remember, he went four of like forty in the NBA final in a seventh game. NBA final series, which helped us lose, but you know. No, I know. I was just messing. Harrison Barnes. I'm not like a big Harrison Barnes fan. But so, but do y'all like Pascal Siakam though? Coming to the Bay? The thing is, I like that because I like Pascal Siakam. And I think but he with us. But I feel like if we're going to do that, I feel like we could just go a little further. It's, What's further? I don't know. Somebody. What would be further? I have to look at that. So I'm gonna look into it. Maybe like uh what's the thing? Somebody just a little better than um Siakam. If you want Say to root somebody. NBA, trade for Damian Lillard, especially if he starts to come out and chirp a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a good yeah, Damian Lillard, thank you. Both picks. Uh I would even yeah, dude, if Ubre agrees to a sign and trade, Ubre. <laughs> you have no, see, that's the thing. Like he's, he's worth so much more than that. Like You'd He's actually you'd have to throw in like Draymond or Wiggins, yeah. You'd have to throw in a lot. Why? You'd have to throw in a lot just to make that work. Yeah, um, someone more realistic. I'd like to see Beal. If we could get Bradley Beal, that'd be dope. That might be slightly more realistic. Yeah, I think that's that slightly. Could... You think that could happen? Probably. I don't know. If we give them both picks and a few players, yeah, and Wiseman, dude. Well, yeah, I think if they're gonna trade the seventh pick, if he's gonna, if the Warriors are gonna trade picks, they're gonna, and they're gonna try and swing big for players. Wiseman's automatically in that trade because it's, it's young talent. They can, yeah. young talent they can build upon. Yada yada. Um, I, I'd want Tatum. You're not getting Tatum. That would Boston's be sick. Like, that would be. How sick would that be? Boston's not giving up Tatum. Joel Embiid. Hey, I would love that. You would have to give up a lot. You might have to give up more. But I don't know, especially if you Carl just Carl Anthony Town. Three team trade. Ben no. Simmons. Ben Simmons to the Timberwolves. 
and they say peace out town towns demands a trade counts to us and then we just throw around like you know all the guys that could be into a trade um i think wiseman towns to the dubs what i honestly i think if i had to bet money on if we one we trade that pick who we're trading it for my best money is probably going to be ben simmons or pascal siakam i think those are the most likely and i mean the ben simmons one makes sense in this in the aspect that like all he needs to do is facilitate and play defense here because no one needs to clog the paint he has steph and clay on the wings and it's like that's just deadly and then you got to be around Steph and Clay bullying the shit out of you, saying, "Hey, you need to learn how to shoot." Like if I, if Ben Simmons were in the Bay and I'm Steph and Clay, I'm like, "Hey, you need to fucking sit here, pay attention. I don't know, get a book out, like start drawing how I'm shooting. Like do that, do something, figure out the arc of my shit with geometry, do something, figure it out." I feel like that's what they would have to do in order to get like Ben Simmons to shoot the ball well. A player that would never get traded. But who's been like mentioned and not even like his situation and his family is Zion Williamson. Ooh. If that like actually came to surface and his name came out, I think the Warriors need to swing heavy on that. I agree. Yeah. Do whatever you can take to get that man in the bay. Dude. I'm doing Wiggins, Wiseman, seventh and fourteenth pick. And Fuck, you want Draymond? I love Draymond. But... And Kevon Looney. I was gonna say Nico Mannion. Oh, okay. I can't give. Would you him. give up? Um, um, fuck. What's his name? Pool. Jeremy Poole or Jordan, Jordan Poole? Or Jordan Poole? Yeah. Did you say Jeremy Poole? Life for me, bro. Thing is, um, I like Jordan Poole a lot, so I would really help try not to. But if yeah. they said, if they said we want Jordan Poole, we're not accepting it. Take him. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I just realized I'm giving up a lot for Zion. Zion, but I mean, I'm I'm almost giving up MVP caliber shit. Like the stuff we're saying for like Joel Embiid and Dame, I'd give a little less than what we have to give up for them for Zion. Because Zion's the future, dude. Like the like he's like no, not not disagreeing with you, but we know what Dame is. That's what I'm saying. Like you're right. He's like the total. He's the future. He'd be the future of the team. He's the future, but we know what Damian Lillard is, what he can do, and what you know that can be sustained. Uh-huh. Joel Embiid is a little less sustainable based on health. Yeah. Hopefully Zion stays healthy. Yeah. Well, good good discussions in here, man. Um, Indeed. I think we're out of time, but uh, that was we had some good talks, good discussions. Um, Hold on, real quick. Yeah. We all think wins the chip. Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. I, are we all agreed on Phoenix winning it all tonight or yep. this year? Yeah, we'll get it. Suns and six. Suns and six tomorrow, and Suns and six in the finals against the finals. Yep. All right. On that note, this has been fun. Follow us everywhere: Instagram, TikTok. Tell your friends about us. Help (laughs) us grow. We're trying to get there, man. Um, Yeah. Please. This was fun. We'll be back next week. Make sure you grab. Don't slap.